What's on the Menu with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3 and today we're going to be talking about what's on the menu but this is a little bit different. A Russian restaurant in Singapore, the owner Vadim Zubovsky has been living in Singapore for 16 years and along with his wife have started up this restaurant called dumplings.ru. Vadim, great to have you on Money FM. How are you? Hi Ben, very good. Before, you know, we start to talk about the food and of course what's on the menu because it was the first experience for me to try Russian food as well, but we'll get to that in just a bit. What actually brought you to Singapore? Actually, I was posted by job here 16 years back. So Singapore is a huge shipping society here. So I was posted in the shipping industry where actually I'm still in. And how did you get this idea of starting up a Russian restaurant here, given that, you know, not many people here would have known or heard about Russian food? What made you think, okay, Russian food, it's going to work in Singapore? My wife started doing some Russian food and dumplings for friends because it's pretty uh, big Russian society here, community. So people who miss Russian food, they cannot find it here. My wife came up with idea to sell to friends. Then we had a good feedback, good review, and whenever they ordered for parties, we had uh, good feedback from expats and locals as well. So then I came up with idea why we just go public. And the first idea, of course, was dumplings, because dumplings is known for everyone. Russian food might be a bit unknown, but if you name dumplings, most of the nations would have their own dumplings, like Italian ravioli, Japanese gyoza, Chinese dumplings, Russian dumplings, Ukraine also have their own dumplings. Polish, they have their own dumplings. So it's like um, universal food, I would say. Now, it was a first-time experience for me to try out Russian food. You know, when I went over last Friday, I booked a dinner slot, and I talked to you just before I went, and I said, okay, never tried any of this in my life. What do you recommend? You said, Adrian, you know, you should try the dumplings. So when I went there, you weren't there, but I talked to a few of your staff, and I said, okay, I'm going to talk to Vadim about his restaurant. What should I get? And the first thing, of course, they suggested was the dumplings. Now, what I noticed is the dumplings are all different colors, and you have this list that it says dumplings 101, where you have the color of the dumplings. And then it said, for example, the black skin is the black bull, the green skin, the minty ram, you have the salmon. So like about the dumplings as well, I mean, they come with some sour cream as well. But if you feel like initially, you know, you can't really compare it to other dumplings. I mean, we were talking off air and we said, you know, this is a different set of dumplings. Some people might say, yeah, it might be a little bit bland, but... Just next door, you have a little bit of Tabasco sauce as well. So it was quite nice. I mean, what are some of your best sellers when it comes to the dumplings? Because for me, I really like the black skin, you know, the, the beef, the black bull. Is that the best selling product? I would say it was, obviously, because of the color, because when we done our study, so people, some of them would just buy them because of the color. <laughs> the color is interesting. Then I would say lamb and beef are the best seller. Lamb is because of its unique taste and beef because it's like premium meat. But I would say when we introduced this combo platter, it became the best seller because people actually coming, they also unsure which one they like to try, what feeling they like to try. So that's why we come up with combo which give you opportunity to try them all, one each. And then for next visit, you know already which one good for you, which one you don't really like much. That was an idea and it worked well actually because now people who's coming back, they know already which flavor they would prefer 
and they would buy those a la carte. And that's exactly what I'm going to do because I really like the Black Bull, hence why I asked you, is it your best-selling one? I was, unfortunately, I didn't have the minty ram. In fact, my friend, uh, she beat me to it. So I said, okay, you can have that one. <laughs> Next time, I will try it. So it's okay. The dumplings aside, I also tried the borscht soup because I said, I want to try a little bit of everything. Now, this soup is not too hot. It's not too cold. It's that perfect temperature, you know, with a little bit of potato. It's got some meat in it. Would you say that this is sort of comfort food? I mean, this is like very common and very the most known soup from Russia and Ukraine. Originally, it's from Ukraine, but it's spread across uh, to all, I would say, Soviet Union countries. And it's really popular in Russia. This is very filling and it's not easy to make, I would say, because there are three, four different steps you need to prepare the soup. It's not like you throw all ingredients into the pot and you cook it. So you need to do three, four different operations before you complete. So it takes time. That's why for you to cook at home would take up to three hours. So that's why it's not like too easy to prepare at home. We're in conversation with Vadim Zubovsky. He is the owner of the Russian restaurant dumplings.ru. If you haven't been yet, you should definitely try it out. Now, Vadim, after the dumplings and the soup, I tried out the bell pepper. Now, this, the stuffed bell pepper, initially we were scooping out the meat with the fillings and we said, you know, maybe let's try it, having it with the pepper. So we sliced up the pepper and had the meat on top of the pepper with a little bit of Tabasco sauce and my mind was blown. Like it was incredible because it's a completely different feeling of just having the filling and then having it with the pepper. Hats off. All the recommendations that that was suggested. I mean, how did this sort of dish, right? Where did you get the inspiration of bringing this one in? It's kind of food which you wouldn't do for yourself daily, I would say, because it also takes time to prepare. But why we put it? It looks nice. It looks interesting. It it looks different. Then again, it looks great on the plate. So we just menu for the the ingredients, spices, seasoning, and we come up with this idea because uh, there are a lot of other different Russian food which are good, but which are not really suitable for this kind of my restaurant. So a lot of different food and menu on my mind, but not yet to be implemented here. So that's why we're trying this and that. Then we find out what people like the most. Then we also will be changing the menu every three months, implementing I mean, new food, moving other food, which is not well. But so far, I would say all food moving fast. <laughs> and of course, while you're having all this, you know, delicious, interesting food, you might get a little bit thirsty. And of course, that's when you turn to their wide drink selection. I had the white Russian and a martini, but the bartender was telling me that you guys actually make your own vodka and you can get chili vodka, mandarin vodka, just to name a few. Of course, everyone knows when you say Russia, you're going to think vodka. But to make your own vodka, how has this worked out so far? Again, we try to be authentic. In Russia, you cannot get whiskey. They don't produce. So we have brandy. We're working on how to import Russian brandy in here. Same time, just to have a choice for customers, infuse the vodka in-house. And the chili vodka is known to be Ukrainian vodka. So that it gives a bit spicy and sweet taste. It, it's not too strong. We, uh, we make it 35 degree. Then we have quite extensive list of different flavors. We have blackcurrant, cherry, raspberry. These are very good fruit flavored vodka, as well as mandarin, lemon, and chili pepper is, is the best seller, I would say. And apart of that, we just imported. So we have now beer from Belarus. It's actually the same type you can have in Russia as well. Now you have choice of different beer and as well as seven type of Georgian wine. 
So, like I said, a wide selection of drinks. You'll be spoiled for choice at dumplings.ru, courtesy of Vadim and his team. Let's move on to the desserts because I asked the lady who was serving. I said, "What should I really try?" And then she said, "You know, you try the cake, or you could try the dolce de leche crepes." Now, this is very sweet. But not too sweet because it's got that sort of pancake exterior and the condensed milk. It's not too heavy, but it's the perfect end to your meal because when you're having all this sort of food, you want something to just go down. And I was in a food coma afterwards. I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot of food. Well, I felt like I had a lot of food. In terms of desserts, what are some of your other best-selling desserts, or what would you recommend? We actually have not big list of desserts, but still have. As you mentioned popular one is dolce de leche. Which is actually boiled condensed milk, which in Russia you may have it on the shelf. Here in Singapore you cannot buy, so we need to cook, we need to prepare these fillings ourselves. Then this one is it's sort of caramel, but it's more dense, more thicker, and more richer taste. This one is good. Another recommendation would be if you go for more easy dessert, that would be just apple crepes. Apple crepes, we just serve with honey, also pretty popular. Apart of that, we do homemade cottage cheese with a bit of raisin, vanilla. And sugar inside, and with condensed milk on the side, it also makes very good dessert. As well as we do have two cakes. One is vanilla cake, which in Russia known under the name Napoleon, but uh, this is a layered vanilla cake. As well as very popular honey cake, which is medovic, which we do from scratch. We do layers, we, we bake them. Then two types of cream. It takes almost two days to prepare one cake. You need to make dough, you need to cook it, then you need to apply one cream, you let it soak, you put second layer of cream, you let it soak, then only after that, cake's ready. So it's really long process and then it may be gone in just one hour because it's just 12 pieces on the cake. Now, Vadim, you mentioned that you started this restaurant at the start of this year. I mean, you, you know, going from cooking for friends and doing these takeaways to actually starting your own establishment and then voila here comes covid-19 the pandemic you know just when i had to intervene and put things on hold but how did you sort of survive the pandemic and the circuit breaker in terms of your business because of course people couldn't dine in what did you try and do differently to stay afloat we tried to see how we can get any sales then we started promoting on the media like facebook instagram delivering the frozen dumplings and food by large portion uh, mainly for russian spoken community but there were also some orders from locals then when people were locked down at home they couldn't dine out and then we offered like big portion of salad like one liter of salad one liter of soup one kg or two kg of frozen dumplings that worked well actually we had quite a number of orders daily then we would arrange delivery by evening to certain destination that actually helped us to survive because you see dumplings you can keep them in the freezer for a long time then you just scoop it out boil then you have your dinner or lunch just take number of pieces you want the rest you can keep for another two three months same like for salad and soups like borscht soup can last up to one week in your fridge that's why people would buy bulk order and then keep it for few days in the fridge and then of course thanks for government support just given a rental relief subsidy for employers otherwise definitely we wouldn't be able to cope with our finance but now all of that is done and you know we started phase two and possibly phase three just around the corner and i'm sure that you'll be thrilled to have things back to some sort of normal how is business these days at dumplings.ru actually it's uh 
started to pick it up well after June, once we reopened the restaurant, we just rebrand a bit. We started marketing ourselves as Russian restaurant, Russian food. My marketing team doing good job. And then I would say from July, we see continuous growth in the number of customers coming. We have a lot of reservations with help of social media advertisement. We're becoming more popular, more known. And actually, I would say for the last weekend, we couldn't cope the crowd. Sorry to say that we will try to improve our operations because we didn't expect that surge in the demand on the food, online orders, and as well as working customers. Now, dumplings.ru is located at 32 Maxwell Road, Maxwell Chambers. This is just behind Guoco Tower and Tanjong Pagar MRT. Now, Vadim, before I let you go, I need one more recommendation from you. From all the things that I've mentioned so far, what else would you recommend to a first-timer heading to dumplings.ru? Apart as the name says by its own, what you should try is dumpling. Apart of that, actually, we come up with very good idea of 12-course set meal, Russian experience. That would give you idea of what is Russian food like. And there are actually 12 course on the dinner set, which you may try. It's like a tapas set, something like that. Just small different portions. We give you cold soup, few salads, hot soup, dumplings, stew, crepes, and desserts. Then you will have an idea what you like the most. And then next time you possibly would go already for a la carte order. Some incredible recommendations there from Vadim. He's the owner of dumplings.ru. Vadim, thank you so much for your time and joining me on Money FM 89.3. And of course, I'll be back to try out some more dumplings. Okay, thanks, Adrian. Thanks for your interview and uh, hope to see you back soon.